1: Seven zero zero eight, or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You know, when I ask my clients what they think of when I say the word Medicare, the answers I get back are well, as you might imagine, varied. Many simply tell me it's healthcare in retirement, and that they know they have to sign up for it, but that's about it. Well, given that we've turned the page on a new year, I thought we'd spend today's show with a little Medicare primer for 2022. But before we begin our Medicare primer, let me introduce my co-host Tony Shore, who I can't wait to spend the next 12 months hosting our show with again. <laughs> How are we doing, Tony?
0: Well, wow. Yeah. I'm looking forward to another great year here as well. And thanks for having me on the show. I mean, you always find great financial topics that I think both educate and entertain folks out there. And, uh, I agree with you the first day of a new year, it's a great time. Uh, you know, the first month here to wade through Medicare to, you know, give people, uh, reminders and strategy tips. If you're, in that age range, if you're about to uh, become eligible, uh, 65, or if you're already in retirement and you've been on Medicare, things change every year with Medicare, and there's a lot going on with it now, so I'm glad we're going to talk about this. But before we get into that, yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, Man, after last week's football games, I feel, uh, wow, those were fantastic. That was a lot of fun. And just uh, working through my honeydew list that my wife has given me.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've been busy. Nice. How about you? Yes. Uh,
0: you, now you and the staff took a little uh, couple of days uh, off to spend some time together, didn't you? You had a little retreat. We did. We were able to spend a
1: little fun in the sun down south. Uh, awesome. In Cancun, Mexico wow. for a long weekend. And uh, the staff is uh, recharged and ready to go for 2022. Awesome. So it was fun.
0: That's great. Um. So now, uh, the show today, I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, you're going to give us some uh, reminders and as strategies, but, uh, I know that, uh, I'm guessing there are a lot of changes, uh, even from last year to this year. You got
1: it, Tony. Uh, In fact, an AARP article, Biggest Medicare Changes for 2022, uh, nicely describes some of the Medicare changes that are coming in 2022 that I think people will really want to know. Uh, The article notes 2022 will include the largest Part B increase in Medicare's history. Uh, The monthly premium for Part B is now $170.10. A healthy monthly jump of $21.60 over 2021. Now, remember that Part B covers things like trips to the doctor and some outpatient services like screenings and lab tests.
0: Wow. I mean, a jump of $21 and change, that's a big jump. We haven't seen that in a long, long time. Does the article give any reasons for this?
1: Well, according to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, there are three primary reasons for the price increase. First, the general rise in healthcare costs that many attribute to COVID-19. Second, due to the pandemic, Congress significantly lowered the planned uh, 2021 Part B premium increase and directed the Centers uh, for Medicare and Medicaid service- Services to begin paying back the gap caused by reduced premiums this year. And third, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services determined it needed to earmark money for its reserves in the event Medicare eventually begins covering Aduhelm, a new Alzheimer's drug that, well, comes with a hefty price tag.
0: Well, yeah, and some of these uh, prescription costs uh, can really be outrageous. And now Hopefully, Medicare recipients have already been preparing their budgets for that increase. I mean, this is something that you really need to figure into your retirement budget.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. But one potential bit of good news on that front is that the increase should be offset to some degree by Social Security's 5.9% 2022 cost of living adjustment, or what we call COLA. Some Social Security recipients who are already enrolled in Medicare have their premium taken directly out of their monthly check or direct deposit. But don't forget that not everyone enrolled in Medicare has spot for Social Security, meaning they'll be fully on the hook for the increase until such time that they're enrolled in Social Security. And while we're focusing on Part B, our listeners should also be aware its annual deductible is rising 30% to
0: $233. Wow. Well, it sounds like the theme of the day, at least so far, is that costs are going up here. And I'm going to go out on a limb and guess the deductibles for other parts of Medicare will also be rising.
1: Oh, right you are, Tony. In fact, for part a which covers things like hospital stays hospice services uh, some nursing facilities and home health services the inpatient deductible enrollees must pay for each hospital admission uh, will be about fifteen hundred and fifty six dollars which is a rise of seventy two dollars from the 2021 rate and then when it comes to part d The deductibles and co-pays and additional charges you'll have to pay for prescriptions will vary depending on what plan you're utilizing and where you live. But remember that the federal government caps Part D's annual deductible, and for 2022, that deductible can't be larger than $480. Okay.
0: Well, how about some good Medicare news, Albert? Come on.
1: (laughs) Great, great idea, Tony. (laughs) You bet. Uh, It appears 2022 will see more help for those using insulin. Uh, Enrollees may now sign up for an enhanced Part D plan that's participating uh, in a Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services program that limits the bill for some insulins to $35 a month. Wow. Now while while the program was unveiled in 2021, there will be a greater number of available plans in 2022. In fact, this year more than 2100 Part D plans are
0: participating. That's great.
1: So, yes, and beneficiaries enrolled in an original Medicare or a Medicare Advantage plan can utilize this program.
0: Yeah, that's definitely some good news. I mean, insulin is obviously an essential part of healthcare for a lot of folks out there.
1: Oh, definitely right. And another uh, potential joy of good news here, Tony, in 2022 is that mental health services via telehealth are expected to significantly improve. So because of the pandemic, Medicare began focusing more on telehealth services in an effort to reduce the number of appointments that beneficiaries needed to have face to face. So because so many beneficiaries utilize the, this telehealth option, Medicare is ramping up the availability of mental telehealth services. New options include certain mental and behavioral science, uh, health services like, uh, I would say, counseling, um, therapy, uh, even treatment for substance abuse will also be available. Additionally, Medicare will now cover mental health services for health care visits beyond the rules that govern the COVID-19 pandemic. And more specifically, this means mental health telehealth appointments that are provided by rural health care providers and federally approved health centers will now be covered. Yeah,
0: I think that's huge. And because more and more appointments, especially for rural or remote people, are happening online, and that started uh, happening because of covid uh, that you can have a doctor's appointment via, you know, uh, uh, the internet, uh, via a yes. video call on the internet uh, instead of having to go into an office. And that's really helped a lot of people out, including my parents who are elderly, who live out on the farm uh, in Minnesota. And they're about an hour away from the, the medical center where they, yes <laughs> the, the nearest uh, really good one where there's uh, doctors that they need to see is about an hour away. So that's that's huge. Yeah, that's really helped them. Now let's keep moving on. I mean, during our show today, you've been talking about some of these changes coming to Medicare in 2022, as well as highlighting uh, essential programs. Uh, and uh, we're calling this the 2022 Medicare Primer. And it, it's been a good one. I, I'm eager to see what we're going to look at next. And I want to remind our listeners, Uh, They might want to take their concerns or questions to their financial services professional. Someone like yourself, they can give you a call because you're positioned to help them navigate this complex program and uh, really see how it ties in and the changes tie into your overall retirement income plan.
1: Yes, for sure. You're absolutely right there. Financial planning for this. This is important. Yep. Um, now now that we spent time looking specifically at Medicare in 2022, let's broaden the picture a bit and highlight some of the program's nuts and bolts. Um, a Kiplinger article, Medicare Basics, Loving Things uh, You Need to Know, uh, has some really helpful information, so let's get right to it. Uh, the first thing to know is that Medicare isn't free. It comes with a cost. Uh, Part A, which again covers things like hospital services, is free if either you or your spouse paid Medicare payroll taxes for at least 10 years. Uh, You should be aware that folks who don't qualify for free Part A can pay a monthly premium for it. Now Part B, which you'll recall covers trips to the doctors and certain outpatient services, has a standard 2022 monthly premium of $170.10. Finally, Part D, which covers prescriptions, has a monthly bill that's determined by the plan you choose. In 2022, the average Part D basic premium is in the ballpark about $33. Now, don't forget that beyond your monthly premium, you'll also have co-pays, deductibles, and various out-of-pocket expenses.
0: Yeah, and on previous shows, you've talked about some of the things that Medicare beneficiaries might be able to do to address some of the things that the program doesn't cover. Can you give us a quick refresher on that?
1: Yeah, that's a great idea, Tony. Uh, In fact, it's possible that some Medicare beneficiaries will want some type of Medigap plan. Now, these plans are offered by private insurance companies and are built to help manage deductibles, co-pays, and other financial gaps. Now, while you can change Medigap plans whenever you wish, you may be charged a higher premium or denied coverage based on your health or if you select or swap plans more than six months after you initially enrolled in Part B. Medigap plans are identified with letters A through N. Now, each policy that uses the same letter must provide the same basic level of benefits, and the only difference between is usually the cost. As the article explains, previously, Plan F had been sought after because of its thorough coverage, but as of 2020, Plan F, as well as Plan C, is no longer available to new enrollees. So the closest thing to Plan F that's available to new enrollees is Plan G, which covers everything Plan F covered minus Medicare Part B's deductible. However, anyone who enrolled in Medicare prior to 2020 can still sign up for Plans F and G.
0: Wow. I remember when it was just A, B, C, and D. Uh, Now we're (laughs) we're getting deeper into the alphabet. But I'm guessing your next point of emphasis is going to be Medicare Advantage plans, right? I mean- I can't even begin to count the number of times people have asked me what the difference is between Medigap and Medicare Advantage, Mm -hmm. but you're the expert here. So why don't you take this one? Okay. Well, if original
1: Medicare with a Medigap policy isn't workable for you, you'll want to explore the possibility of a Medicare Advantage plan. Um, At its essence, a Medicare Advantage plan is medical coverage provided by a private insurance company. These plans typically include prescription coverage as well. So Medicare Advantage plans have a monthly expense beyond the Part B premium that's determined by the, well, your chosen plan. This year, the average monthly premium will be about $19. Now, as with traditional Medicare, you'll have co-pays, deductibles, and other out-of-pocket expenses. Now, often Medicare Advantage policies have lower premiums than Medigap plans, but have larger cost sharing. One thing you should be keenly aware of is that your options for providers may be more limited than it is with the traditional Medicare. And finally, today's listeners may want to especially note that the article explains recent research indicates many sicker folks often ditch Medicare Advantage for original Medicare. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Well, I don't think it's any secret that choosing from the the combination of you got Medicare, Medigap, Medicare Advantage, it can all be uh, confusing or a a little scary to some. So uh, to that end, let's again emphasize, I think, the benefit of working with somebody like yourself who understands Medicare. And look, the bottom line is, is for a lot of people out there, Medicare is just too important to try to figure out on your own. You need to work with a specialist and get a second opinion make sure you're working alongside your financial services professional as well.
1: Yeah, especially at the, at, at the outset, Tony. I yeah. mean, the longer you're enrolled, the more comfortable you'll become with Medicare's rules and and nuances. But early on, working with someone who can help guide you is, uh, in my opinion, a <clears throat> very smart move. Uh, those with high income should also be aware of that They may pay more for Medicare Parts B and D. Uh, Surcharges are determined by your adjusted gross income from two years earlier. Um, In 2022, single filers who had an adjusted gross income in 2020 that was greater than $91,000 or $182,000 for joint filers will pay a premium between $238.10 and $578.30 a month depending on income. Now, as for Part D in 2022, single filers with the gross adjusted income in 2020, that was more than 91000 or again, $182,000 for joint filers, will pay an additional $12.40 to $77.90 a month based on income.
0: Right. Uh, and uh, I think that's really important. This is all about giving our listeners out there a Medicare primer for 2022 and going over some of those changes uh, that are coming. Uh, and I think uh, this has been a great discussion. What do you have for us next?
1: Well, let's stick with Kip- uh, Kiplinger's uh, Medicare basics, 11 things you need to know article, uh, which next highlights when you should sign up for Medicare. Uh, if first note that if you're already enrolled in Social Security, you'll automatically be enrolled in Medicare Parts A and B. You have the option to decline uh, Part B because it has a monthly expense. But if you choose to keep it, your premium will be taken out of your monthly Social Security benefit. Conversely, those who aren't already enrolled in Social Security will have to do the work of enrolling in Parts A and B. The seven-month initial enrollment period starts three months before the month you turn 65, and concludes three months after your birth month. So to better ensure your coverage kicks in before you turn 65, enroll sometime during the first three months. Finally, if you're still working and have healthcare coverage through your employer, or if you're covered by your working spouse's plan, you may be able to delay your Medicare enrollment. But don't forget, that you'll need to very closely follow all the rules and will be required to enroll within eight months of your employer-provided coverage ending, or you may face potentially
0: hefty penalties when you do enroll. But am I remembering correctly that that initial enrollment window isn't Medicare's only enrollment period?
1: You're remembering correctly, Tony. Uh, There are multiple Medicare enrollment periods, but they aren't one-size-fits-all. Uh, if you neglected to enroll in Plan B during your initial window and you aren't currently employed or aren't covered by your spouse's health care plan, you can enroll in Plan B during the general enrollment period that runs between January 1st and March 31st, with coverage, though, beginning on July 1st. But here's the bad news. You have to pay a 10% penalty for life for each 12-month period you put off signing up for Part B.
0: Ah, Okay. So, and that makes sense. Uh, you weren't kidding though, about bad news in the show today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, however, you know, if, if, if you're covered by your current employer's health care plan, you can enroll later without penalty during a special enrollment period, which is open for eight months after your employer coverage ends. Now, if you miss your special enrollment period, you'll have to wait until the general enrollment window opens. And then as for Part D, there's an open enrollment period that runs from October 15th through December 7th that allows you to change Part D plans or Medicare Advantage plans for the upcoming year. Mm. You can also switch between Medicare Advantage and Original Medicare. Now, those enrolled in Medicare Advantage can also swap between a new Advantage plan or Original Medicare between January 1st and March 31st. And finally, if a Medicare Advantage plan or Part D plan in your home area has a five-star quality rating, you can enroll in that plan outside of your open enrollment
0: window. Crazy, right? Oh, uh, that's a lot of enrollment periods, Albert. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, and what is it we always say when the going gets complex, uh, get going to a financial service professional and let them deal De- with it. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I'm not sure uh, we've ever phrased it like that, Donnie, but uh, yeah. we've definitely tried to make that point as often as possible, for sure. You know, let's make things a little less complex now by focusing on the word free. Oh, yeah. That's right. F- I, free. I like right? that word. Medicare beneficiaries have access to a number of free preventative services. Your enrollment includes a free yearly wellness visit to develop or adapt your personalized health care plan. Enrollees can also utilize free cardiovascular screening once every five years, yearly mammograms, annual flu
0: shots, and screenings for certain cancers. Wow. And those are important services. I think they can often get overlooked in the sea of Medicare paperwork. What can you tell us about what Medicare doesn't cover? I think this is a misconception people have that it covers everything. uh, But there are a lot of things it doesn't cover, right?
1: Yeah. You know, though, as we discussed, Medicare typically covers health care. It generally doesn't cover long term care which is something I strive to make my clients and prospects clearly aware of. You know, under circumstances like after hospitalizations to treat an acute care need, Medicare will cover the cost of a medically necessary skilled nursing facility or home health care. But Medicare rarely covers expenses for custodial care, which are services like assisting you with daily activities like dressing and bathing. Uh, To cover those expenses, you'll have to dig into your savings, uh, use a long-term care insurance plan, or enroll in Medicaid. Uh, You should note that Medicaid has stringent income and asset requirements for qualification. And lastly, Medicare doesn't cover routine dental and eye care or special items like dentures and hearing aids.
0: Yeah, that's the big one right there. I can't believe it doesn't cover those things. But in the time we have left today, remind our audience uh, of the right to appeal a Medicare decision. You can do that, too, right?
1: Great idea. Yes. If you disagree with the coverage or billing decision made by Medicare or a Medicare health plan, you can file an appeal. That process has five levels and you typically rise a level if your appeal is rejected at a previous level collect all your information from your doctor, provider, or supplier that you think may help you make your case. If you think waiting a long time for a decision may jeopardize your health, you can request a fast decision. And if your doctor and Medicare plan agree, the plan must decide within three days.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's another great uh, piece of information I don't think a lot of people are aware of. And this has been an excellent show. We're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go?
1: Just if you have any questions about your financial strategy, I encourage you again, visit my website, www.kizenfinancialgroup.com, or call my office at 586 752 7008 to discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concern. Remember, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Albert. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde.
1: Thank you, folks. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. implementation.